Welcome to the Rock of Bay County, Florida, where our vision is to be a multi-generational gathering, moving as one body to bring the glory of Yahweh to this beautiful county and to all the earth. We hope you are encouraged and blessed as you listen to this message. We, uh, we had a, um, our mailman this week come by that Joanne shared this with me. Thanks, bud. Um, and he walked in and he said, uh, it, when he was about to leave, he said, man, I, I just don't even want to leave this place. No one's in here. No one's in here. He just said, I don't even want to leave this place. He said, I just, I feel the presence here. In an actual building, I, I feel the presence. And what was he feeling? The Lord is in this place. Therefore, he's in this place. He was feeling a family that's, that spends weeks and prays into these walls and into this ground. He was feeling generations. He was feeling men that laid down their lives, sweat in the ground, blood, tears, hard times, great times, amazing times. He was feeling a generation before meeting a generation now. He was feeling the he was feeling the work that these hands and that these hands and that these hands and these hands he was feeling the work that we put into this place the words we spoke the prophecy we made the rejoicing we had the sorrows we had in building this place but by the word of the lord so his presence comes into a place like that he honors that word He was feeling the generations that are sitting right here and that are sitting right here on her due date. We can pray that one. Come on. And the generations that haven't come yet, that's what he's feeling. When they come into this, this isn't a place where you come in to have church. We talk about this all the time, but, you know, it's not, it's not a place where people just come on a, on a Sunday. It's a place where people come and worship out of abiding in the presence of the Lord all the days of their life. Uh, people that, that focus on the one thing, when they come in, they change the actual atmosphere that they step into. It's not about the word you say, it's about the presence you carry. When I was, when I was, uh, when Eva and I first moved into our house, I'm shaking right now. When Eva and I first moved into uh, into our house, um, she got me a little chalkboard because I was in the process of starting my business, and I was, uh, and she wanted to give it to me so that I could be organized and I could I could write down you know meetings or whatever else. And um, she gave it to me, and I remember I sat down at my desk for the first time, and I and I go to write down the meetings and the only thing that came out was Psalms 23 and to this day it still sits on the wall with that I never used it for what it was intended for or did I because it says the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want he makes me lie down in green pastures leads me leads me leads me by still waters he restores my soul. Quiet. 
Quiet. Do you hear him calling? Do you feel his presence in your walk? He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. Every day he restores this soul as, I, as I'm led by him. He leads me in the path of what? Righteousness, his righteousness. It's his path, it's his righteousness. He desires for us to find that narrow path that he makes narrow for our sake. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake, for I'm an image bearer of the Lord. I bear his name. I am his witness in the earth. I'm the ambassador of the kingdom. He leads me beside still waters. He leads me in the path of his righteousness for his namesake. Mr. Leo, yes. For his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for he is with me. As the world becomes dark, you should look at it as an opportunity that the light is time to shine. We're going to turn that light on. Don't be looking at the world and seeing everything that's going wrong and saying, oh my gosh, two, two, two voices here. One is that, oh my gosh, things are so bad. The end. Or, oh my gosh, things are so bad. Maybe the end is near. Maybe Yeshua's coming. Maybe this, this is the end. That causes people to never think generationally because they say, why do I have to do anything? Yeshua's coming. So I don't have to think about the next generation because this is ending. It's where the church is stuck right now. I heard Damon say this, and it's beautiful. He, Yeshua calls us, calls us the salt of the earth. In our mind, we think that means enhance the earth, that we're just this beautiful, you know, taste enhancing, but it actually means to preserve the earth. In his day, it's, it, was a, it was a preserving agent. Preserve the earth. For Yahweh so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The world is the cosmos, the actual planet. We're called to redeem the earth we stand on. We're called to bring the presence of Yahweh into this place. We are image bearers. Though I walk in this world, I'll not fear this world, for he's with me. Christ in me, the hope of glory. He is within me, so why would I walk in fear or doubt or question? Though I walk through this valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for he is with me. His rod and his staff. His rod and his staff. That's what brings us peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. The increase of his government does not mean that he's smiting you and telling you that you're wrong. He's guiding you on the path of righteousness. I love, I love the correction. I love, you know, when Yahweh brings a word to this house of caution, it's not so that this is negative. That's not where I lean to. I lean more to the end of this, this uh, chapter in Psalms. But, but, it's, but when Holy Spirit does something like that and brings a word of caution to this house, the last thing you want to do or I need to do is sit here and say, maybe that's not for me. 
I had, a, I had a conversation with Jerry, and I'm saying this so that I can excuse him because he truly knows the truth in this, and he said it back to me what the purpose of my whole message last week was, but he was joking with me, and he said, Mark, I loved your message last week, but I don't listen to podcasts, you know, and he's like laughing about it. Again, he came back to me, and he knows exactly what I was saying, but I want to use that because there's a lot of people that said, you know, I'm not in that technology world. He's, he's talking out of a different generation. He's talking out of, out of podcasts and Instagram and all this kind of stuff. And it's that millennial group and stuff. And we immediately take that out. What's funny about that is Jerry is the one he, we joke with him because he never, he, you know, he doesn't have, he has a flip phone still. He doesn't ever have emails or anything like that. Yet when we come into meetings and we say, uh, does anybody have that email from whatever? It's, He's got the original copy right there. And all of us are still trying to scroll through our phone. He remembers everything, so I don't know what works better. But the message was not, don't listen to podcasts. Wasn't the message. The message was, there's absolutely no substitute for communion. And if you limit me to an example, you'll also limit his word to an example. What is it in your life that you use as a substitute for communion, good or bad? The idea last week was to bring to light that even the good things, if there's even this right this second, even if this is a Sunday morning gathering that you do and you come casually once a week, that's a substitute. He's drawing us near to him. So my voice last week, my heart last week was to deliver a word of, of, of caution out of, his, out of his voice to me. I don't like to say those things. I don't like to do those things. I want it to be this good, happy, let's, let's feel good, whatever. But he wants to make an exchange. And so this, what I have to say, isn't necessarily though I want it to be for you. I want you to walk out of here and feel good. And uh, I want you to be able to put something in your bag and take it with you. Ultimately, what I'm here to do is be faithful to the one who calls me and to worship him. And through that, I know everything else will fall to you and me. That's my heart. So I will be faithful to not just skip over a word and just go on. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And then Regina just said it, and you anoint my head with oil. Faithful is he who calls you who also will do it. Faithful is he who calls you who also will do it. He leads you into a place. Not to be a burdenless, yokeless people who sit and get fat and happy and just, oh, we're peace and love and it's all great and dandy. No, that's not what the image bearer does. It says, though there's a storm swirling around me, I say, peace, be still. That I walk in authority and I walk with him within me. So he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies, and then he anoints me with oil. And you know what happens? My cup runs over. My cup runs over. My cup runs over. He's talking about his presence coming into this place. 
Yeah, we limit everything when we talk about cup running over. We, we, think of, we think of all the financial blessing, typically. The first tithe between Abraham, well, Abram at the time and Melchizedek was not about lack. Melchizedek came out of honor and gave to him, and Abram came and gave him a tenth of what he had before the law, before this was instituted, because Yahweh meant it to be about honor and, and joining and being with each other. And from that, he honors that. And you know what he honors with it? It's the one time in Scripture that he says, test me in this. And he says this, not see if I won't pad your bank account. That's not what he says. He says, see if I won't open up the floodgates of heaven. There won't be room enough for you to store all of this. That does not mean, so I'll just go ahead and get rich and put all that in there. I'm not saying that that's not a great, man, if that comes, glory, hallelujah, that's awesome. Opens doors. But what he's saying is there will be an, an infilling, a, a flooding of presence that you can't even contain. You will do stuff in this place when people that don't even know you walk into this place, they say, man, I don't want to leave this building. I feel his presence in this place. I feel this presence. And it's what we're walking into in these days that we step into a situation and they say, the Lord is in this place. I don't see him but I feel him. What is that? Who is that? Who is this King of glory? He anoints my head with oil. He's anointed us to do this. He's anointed us to walk in this. He's anointed us in the, in the midst of it. Our, can you get this picture right now? Can you get it? Sitting at the table amongst all who, uh, who, who come against you or all situations or the Jezebel spirit in your mind or the, or the, the Rebecca in your mind, in my mind, the, the ones that come against you, the things that stand against you in this world. He says, I'm going to invite y'all to the table and I'm going to anoint my beloved You see, it's not about how much we can love him and get in this place and close our eyes tight and cry. And man, I love you, Yahweh. I love you, Yahweh. I love you, Yahweh. I love you, Yahweh. That's amazing. But it's first he loved us. If we ever walk in the revelation of Abba, the father, if we ever walk in the revelation that he is a good, good father, then, when we, then after that, we start to say something like, surely his goodness and his mercies will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's what I hear this morning. Why, 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 why does it matter that I walk on the path of righteousness? Many reasons. But I can tell you one that I was shown yesterday. Didn't plan to share this story. It's a little bit random. Eva's telling me not to, but it's gonna get shared. <laughs> Listen, nothing is safe <laughs> as soon as I step up here. I just, I can't help it, so. I made a weird decision yesterday to drive to Orlando. I know, crazy. 
I'm not a person that searches out deals for anything. <laughs> Nothing. Like, I'm just, that's not, Eva's good at that. I just don't spend that much time. Unless it comes to cars. And in that case, I am like, I've got my papa there, and I'm like, I don't care what kind of car it is. I'm going to find the absolute best deal, best situation. It's going to be perfect. I'm going to have people bidding against each other. It's going to be down to the, down to the bare bones. I, got, I know this is the right thing. Well, as we have the, the family increasing, some, sometimes we're like, well, maybe we should trade in, get something big, a little bit bigger. So I'd found this car, and I was going... And it, when you try to find deals like that, it's always some ridiculous place like South Carolina or Orlando or, you know, wherever. And so I get up at four in the morning on a Saturday with my wife, very close to giving birth for a deal. I wish I could have thought this way before I left but so I leave I'm I'm just I'm sure of it I'm going every time I try to go to turn on some music I just feel Yahweh just say quiet just stillness quiet and I just commune with him the whole way there I'm just I'm receiving things I, I'm, I'm I'm worshiping him and no no sound no nothing it's just I'm not on the phone I'm not doing anything I'm just I'm just going and I just and I just feel in the stillness and the quiet and the lingering I just I feel him and it's this great amazing thing and I'm like and I'm glad I took this trip today so I get into Orlando I drive into Orlando welcome to Orlando and I get in there, and all of a sudden, the spirit shifts in me. And I start to have these doubts and this feeling of, like, this is, I shouldn't be doing this. That this isn't the right timing. It's, it wasn't about financial situation. It wasn't about any. It just, I, I all of a sudden didn't feel right about it. However, my wife and my son, Frank, are really excited about the new car. <laughs> and I'm in Orlando exhausted and and I and I and I get there and I I'm like what in the world I'm just feeling so weird I tried to call Eva a thousand times and she doesn't pick up her phone I'm like oh my gosh I don't know what to do I'm 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 stressed and I uh I was like I I I just I did what I say not to do but I I turn on the I turn on my uh my podcast which I listen only to Damon I've said this so don't get on me listen I'm telling you this because I lived what I spoke last week okay I click this podcast from a man who I'm in relationship with that I, that I love and that speaks into my life. And the first thing that he says reads my absolute mail of what I'm doing. He said specifics, and I'm not going to give specifics because it's almost embarrassing, but he said specifics on this thing. Not even as I hadn't even listened to this. This was just, I just pressed play and it, this is what came up. And he talked about, he talked about, uh, people operating outside of grace which I talk a lot about too so like Eva does he's preaching a word back to me that Holy Spirit's given me and I'm like oh my gosh well then all of a sudden I hit traffic I've been flying nope man it's been easy peasy like awesome all the way there I hit traffic and next to me pulls up this huge semi and on the side of it says gate and if you were here last week, Yahweh's been speaking a lot to me about the narrow gate. And if you remember the story of Balaam, three times, things he could not see, his donkey saw, 
and tried to avoid. And Yahweh, in his goodness, narrowed the gate. Narrowed the gate. And in his goodness, most of the time, he narrows the gate for us. And so this big semi-gate, and listen, I'm not, this, I'm not the whole signs and wonders, everything. I, I'm pretty good about the still, small voice, but I was sure about this one. And I'm going, and I, he's just, he's, he's, he's showing me something. So gate, I'm like, oh my gosh, well, I, I, I can't get a hold of anybody. I'm here. I'm just going to go do this. So I, so I turn down the turnpike, realize that I don't have, I don't even have money because we cleaned out the car. I don't have cash for all the ridiculous tolls in Orlando, I don't even have the, I don't have the resources to get through the gates. I don't have that provision. I don't have that grace. So I pull in to get money out of an ATM. And Eva calls me. And I start to talk to her about this. And as I'm talking to her about this, you remember the story of Balaam. At the very end, the, ga- the, the, the path gets so tight that the donkey can't go left. He can't go right. And so he just lays down. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. This is what gives you peace. And so I'm sitting here in the car in this moving truck. As I'm talking to Eva, trying to reason out every reason why this is not Yahweh, this moving truck with a thousand spots over here comes next to me and I'm talking wedges me in to the point if I wanted to get out to go to the ATM, it's not happening. And I'm scared that he's going to ruin the car that I'm trying to trade in in the first place. And he, he packs me in here and I start to, I just said to Eva, I said, I, I can't do this. And you know what her response was? I'm, I'm torn up because as, as a husband who absolutely loves his wife, their wife, there's nothing I love more than to see the joy on her face or to give her anything and everything that I possibly can. Same thing with my kids. That's my heart. I mean, that's my heart right there. And I so was disappointed for myself because I, it, came, it was clear to me, obviously, after many, many beating of the donkey, uh, there was four or five of them for me. Balaam only had three. <laughs> but, I, but I get to the place of saying, babe, I, I can't, can't buy this car. I don't care about the trip. I hate it, but I, I can't do this. And you know what her response was? Not trying to reason it out, not saying, oh, man. She said, I count it all joy. I count it all joy. I count it all joy. Then I call my mom on the way home, talking to her about this ridiculous story. And she says to me, not well, you know, these things. She goes, Rabboni, Rabboni, teacher, he's showing you something, son. Open your eyes. Through these past two, three months, he's been showing us something. He's been teaching us. For what? For what purpose? Again, why, why, why? Again, many reasons, but last night I laid my head down asking the same question. What was the point of that? Maybe, maybe you know, we always go, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens out of that, out of my faithfulness. What will happen? What if it was just he just wanted to, what if he just wanted to speak to you? But you know what happens is 
Frank was there when, when Eva was saying, I counted all joy. Eva had to tell him, hey, bub, we're not going to be able to get that car. You know, Yahweh told us not to. I wondered, I said, what, what was your reason? What did you tell him? Yahweh said not to. And later on that day, Frank comes in so mad because he, he and Leo completely disobeyed what I had told him to do. And they broke the tent when I told him not to jump on it. They break this tent, and of course, Frank comes in just screaming, crying, just so upset, so mad. And I take him, and I sit him down on the bed, and I say, bud, listen to me. Listen to me. You remember, you remember whenever, whenever Daddy drove to go all the way to Orlando to get that car for Mommy, and Yahweh said no? And you know that Daddy came back without the car. This is very simple. But to him, he start, it starts to tie in. Oh, yeah, we count it all joy. Oh, yeah, that's a good thing to listen to the Father. The Father loves me. He was not trying to, to hurt me or take something from me. He's, he's asking me to lay it all down, to listen to the voice. But see, the problem is, is that a lot of times we see ourselves as the harvest and not the seed. It wasn't about what was he going to do for me after my obedience to him. Am I going to drive up and someone's going to come in with that same car and pull up and be like, see, you listen to the voice and this is what you get. See, I, I put my tithe in, in, into that basket and now I receive all the financial blessing. It wasn't about that. He said, son, you're a seed. I'm teaching the next generation something through your obedience. So every time that you make a choice of obedience, it's seed sown into the next generation so that the kingdom can ever increase and that it can be from glory to glory and nothing should die with a man and nothing should die with a woman. It should be an ever-increasing kingdom. I want Frank to get some things and it's not going to come because I teach him by just my words. It's going to come through the obedience of the Father to the Son. Are y'all tracking with me today? Yes. There's a terrible story in First Kings. A man named Hiel of Bethel, under the reign of Ahab and the joining of Ahab and Jezebel, it says that he, 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 he's going to rebuild Jericho. He's going to rebuild what Yahweh tore down, knowing that Joshua spoke this curse over, woe be the man who rebuilds the walls of Jericho. For in his foundation, he will bury his firstborn. Might be flipped. Firstborn. And then with his gates, he will lay down the life of his youngest. But see, when the joining of Jeze Jezebel comes to, to cut off the prophetic, prophetic vision and voice, 
She comes to kill the prophets. She joins to headship so that she can destroy the prophets, the ability to see into a dimension and speak from a dimension that not everybody is actually designed to do. It's people that are in your life, she cuts them off. She gets in here and manipulates and takes, takes authority away from you. And it makes you stuck in the me consciousness and the now consciousness. And, and this is, all I can see is this right in front of me right now. So I'm going to make decisions on how it glorifies me right now and what I get out of me right now. And use my gift and use my anointing and listen to what I've got to say. And it's all about me. And I've got to, we've got to do this today in this land. There's no pause because I've got to hurry, 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 hurry. Rebuild, 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 rebuild. Do this now. Do that. Do that. Put that aside. The voice of Yahweh. Let, listen to what this boy says or this man says or, or this person says. It's just everything's coming at you so fast because you're not able to stop and say, he leads me beside the still waters. He lays me down in the green fields, the green pastures. And so what this, so what Heel of Bethel does under that Jezebel reign, knowing the prophecy of Joshua, he builds Jericho. And you know what he does? He buries his firstborn in the foundation. Then he buries his, 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 uh, his youngest when he sets up the gates because it's all about the decision of today and sometimes that seems like a crazy thing but every decision that we make being about me and how it impacts me in this generation and this time if that is our consciousness if that's what we're thinking if that's what we're looking for everything just being prim and perfect for us we forsake the next generation that should always be on our mind whether you have children or not, I think it's amazing what uh, Henry and Caroline said last week. Yahweh stretched them to give a big seed into, into the offering that went to the next generation because Yahweh was speaking to them about their impact on the next generation, though they don't have a, an actual child here. I would say that that's not true because Henry's been a father to me, a friend. Caroline's been a, a mother and a father to us a friend, but out of their faithfulness, me and Michael Paul get to go out and ride on their amazing land on dirt bikes called Prosper Road, and it's beautiful and amazing, and my boys play in the, in the amazing, beautiful lake out there because they're so not, it's about their giving into the next, being faithful in, the, in, in what they're called to today so that the next can stand on their shoulders. They're, they're never hold it in. They're always teaching, and Yeshua is always teaching in these moments. So this house gave an amazing offering into the next generation. And through that, a man can walk in here and say, I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. Not about us. It's about him and his will. Let your will be done, Father. Is this speaking to you today? You hear this? <laughs> I rejoice in the lingering in the time because it's not about 
It's not about what comes next. It's about the process. It's about the lingering. It's what Yeshua told his disciples to do. Linger here so that you can pray in tongues later. No. So that you are clothed in the power. So that you receive Yeshua the Christ within you to walk as him here on the earth. That you receive a power. And though there might be evidences through speaking in tongues and powers, ultimately it's the power from on high that comes into your life in these moments. I really believe that when you stop and you stay still, I think the most powerful word Yahweh ever gave this house was pause. Because to the untrained eye or the person that's not walking in the kingdom, they say, pause. No, 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 no. You got all the momentum right now. You got to keep going. You got a lot of stuff to do. You can't pause. But what's more dangerous? For us to to lift that third row in the, in the uh, car we have that's close to the back and, and, uh, and worry about Frank and someone rear-ending us and us not having enough say. Is that safer to get a new car that Yahweh said no to out of safety for my children? No. This might seem, and I say this a lot, this might sound simple, but heed the voice of Yahweh. He's not doing it out of, out of trying to judge everything. Everything is wrong. He's doing it out of he loves us. And he's showing this people something amazing and something beautiful. And I'm, I'm so thankful to be a part of it. So thankful to be a part of it. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside still waters and he restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness. His righteousness, His path. We don't have to try to find it. He makes it pretty simple for those that will cut off and and be willing to be pruned and, and shut off voices and just narrow that gate to the path. And though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear, for you are with me. For you are with me in every situation, every, every time I step foot, when I, when I go to bed at night, you are anointing my head. Like I look over my boys at night when they fall asleep and I go sneak into their room and I, and I pray over them and I, I kiss them and I, and I just look at them. That's what he's doing to us at night. He's a good, good, good father. In the path of righteousness, for his namesake. Image bearers. I'll fear no evil. The rod and the staff, they comfort me. With the increase of the government, I feel the peace coming into my life. Everything else that doesn't make sense, be anxious for nothing. Seek ye first the kingdom. All of these things will be added. Don't focus on all these things that will be added. Seek ye first the kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom. Be anxious for nothing but in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving in your heart. Make your request known unto the Lord and the peace that passes all understanding shall guard your heart through Yeshua the Christ. It, it's, it's so simple yet so profound to me. 
I read these scriptures not to qualify the position that I stand on, which so many people do. If you're using Yahweh's word or you're using the word in, in, Bible, in the Bible to, to, to qualify your platform or to qualify your opinion, that's called being having a Jezebel spirit within you. That's manipulation. It's not right. And sometimes we do that not meaning to do that. But don't go into the word or hear the word of Yahweh through the filter of how this applies to my life today. Linger until the power comes through that word. And so whenever I hear, I'm sitting here and all of a sudden I hear Psalms 23 come in my head and I start to think about that moment in my life when I was so nervous about business, not knowing, and he told me to write that on a chalkboard. And then time goes by and he brings me into a completely different life, a place that I ever thought I would be. And he says, Psalms 23, son. That's when the word has power. When I've walked it and I've lived it and I can speak to my son about obedience out of just walking in obedience. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies and he anoints my head. My, my cup runs over. The fullness of his presence is coming into this people in a way that I've never experienced and I don't believe you've ever experienced. I think that it should be that way because it's from glory to glory. It's ever increasing. It should be an increase of this stuff and I'm feeling an increase of his joy and I'm feeling an increase of his presence. Yet I'm just a seed. <laughs> Yet I'm the seed. Surely his goodness and his mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Goodness, I see this thing through the lens of goodness. I count it all joy. Man, it, it, to lay something down, and that's a, that's a really, that was not that difficult to lay. It was more difficult that I had to drive that long than anything. I don't really care about those things as much. It's just like more difficult because I want to bless my wife. I want to do it in driving. That was about it. I don't really care about all this stuff. But just the fact that it's, it's everything, everything, every, every time he comes in and directs that path and guides that path, when the government comes, when the word of caution comes, it's awesome because guess what's coming and following that very quickly? Peace that passes all, surpasses all understanding. Guards my heart. That's amazing. That's amazing. His goodness and his mercy follows me all the days of my life. And surely I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek that I might dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Whew. Thank you, Yahweh. stand this morning. I want to make an exchange this morning for presents.
for more of him, for more of, 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 the, of the government and more of the peace. That my heart turns to seeking first the kingdom and letting everything else be added to that. That this is out of honor for what he's done for this house and, and this people and the generations and less about my financial increase. Let's test him in this and see if he won't open wide the floodgates of heaven. Everything flows from that. Everything. Everything. I'd like to receive your tithes and your offering this morning. All right, let's, let's lift our hands. Come on, pray with me. Pray with me. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We receive today. We, we make the exchange, Yahweh. Here's my burden for your burden. Here's my heavy burden that I walked in with. I want to leave burden with your burden. That which I was meant to carry for it is light and easy. I love you, Yahweh. I love this family. Thank you for their faithfulness as we move into a people of faith. We don't forfeit the faithfulness. We're just moving into faith as well. We love you, Yahweh, and we, we love to represent your son in the earth. Thank you for beloved identity. Let us hear you clearer. Let us start to trust Yeshua within us and not be double-minded and trying to figure out what we should do or if that was your voice or if, if this is your voice, but let us have a clear, clear path and a clear, clear ear and a clear vision to hear your word and to speak your word into our lives and to others' lives. Let us learn to trust ourselves for you abide within us and us within you. We declare this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more information on The Rock of Bay County, please go to therockofbc.org.